Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. If you haven't already, we are here to make sure that you get off to a great start. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you don't already, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram as well as join our email list. We provide you weekly mindset and performance hacks every single week. And all you need to do is to sign up via mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. The links to that is also available in the show notes. Today, we're going to talk about our three success criteria. And I say R because I've got Lorna with me today as well, which is super exciting. We're going to talk about our three success criteria, our three C's. And basically, this is the attitude that you need in order to be successful long term. Natural talent is great and it might get you to the top, but it won't help you stay there. So what really matters is having the right attitude. It's like that saying goes that work hard beats talent every time when talent doesn't work hard. So before we start coaching with anyone, and I say we because Lorna is nowadays also coaching our Positive Equestrian Performance Program. So before we start coaching with anyone, whether it's group or one-on-one, we want to make sure that they have the right attitude. And when we say the right attitude, we have distilled this down into those three success criteria, those three C's, as we call them. And we're going to get to this in a second. Basically, those three C's are crucial to succeed in any of our programs, but also anything you do in life, in riding. And it's important because this is the way you succeed, not only now, immediately, but long term. So, Lorna, do you want to tell people, before I do all the talking here, do you want to tell people what our first C is? Hi, guys. Our first C will be committed. Committed. And when we say committed, what we mean is that you have a burning desire to succeed. And there's a huge difference, I always say, between being interested in something and being committed in something. Like when you're interested in something, it's like it would be nice to succeed. But then the moment it gets tough, you get some resistance. You go through a tough period or something, you have some kind of failure then you tend to stop because you weren't committed to actually succeed it. You weren't committed to actually achieving your goal. You were just interested. It was nice, but it, it if it gets too tough, you're just going to stop. On the other hand, though, when we talk about committed, Lorna, what, what does it mean when we say we're committed? For me, when you say you're committed, you are going to give it everything you have got to achieve, whether it is your goal. Um, it, it really means something to you, no matter what gets in your way, because in, in life, things are always going to get in your way or things are going to happen. But you keep pushing through and you stick stick to what you originally said you were going to do. Yeah, it's like if it's important enough, you'll find a way to make it work. It's it's like but it, it, it has to be important enough. Right. And it's, it's almost like a scale, like how important is this to you? And I always like say if if you're if you're why strong enough, that reason behind it, why it's so important to you, if that why is strong enough, you'll keep on going. 
And and there's obviously this really great exercise we do inside of the PEP program where we talk about the seven levels of why, when you can really get to it really deep in your why. And like first thing people will say when we talk about your why, they'll they'll say things like, you know, I've I don't know some examples here, but it's it's like they will say things like, I because I love horses because I wanna succeed because uh, this has been my dream forever. It's like I don't know if you can think of any other Lorna, but it's like this kind of answer that people get if you ask them like, well, why is this so important to you? Yeah, I guess it's a surface level thing. Like when people mm-hmm. say they want to ride around badminton, and mm-hmm. I've wanted to do that since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have, but when you start looking at why you really want to do it. It's probably, you know, it's deep rooted. So it might be that you want to make your family proud of you or, mm-hmm. you know, it goes it goes down and down and down. You always say it's like peeling layers of an onion. Mm-hmm. So you start off on the outside and then you, you get into your deepest why. And when you can find that deepest why, that is that is when you will find out why you are committed and mm-hmm. why your goals are really important to you. And not only that, it will help you stick to your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's it's almost like you f- you find that purpose in it, so it becomes more than passion. Passion, I feel like that's something that can sort of come and go. It's like you you love doing it, but then it gets tough, and then the passion becomes a little bit less, and then something else gets in the way. It's like passion is more. It's not something you can really rely on. But if you have a, like a deeper purpose, a really deep meaning as to why you're doing this, that is always going to be there. So like if if you have a purpose, and oftentimes when we do this exercise, seven levels of why, where we just like ask people, like if 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 you ask somebody say, like why why is it so important, then they give the answer, and it's like yeah, but that answer that you give why is that so important and you just keep on going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and a lot of the time you'll get to people's like deeper purpose and a lot of time that relates to sort of their kids or you know making other people in this world a better place or inspire other people and that means that you have some kind of deep-rooted purpose there's a reason why you're on this planet and if you can bring that out then that is going to be such a more stronger motivation than just like yeah because i've always dreamed about it yeah, and that's true. If your if your why is strong enough, then it, if it comes down to simple things like you, you know, you want to ride their first event of the season, and it's raining outside, or it's windy, or it's you know that mm-hmm. comes down to that motivation thing. Oh, I can't be bothered. But then if you're committed to it, you're going to get your waterproofs on regardless of what is happening outside, and you're going to go out there and ride, you know, ride your horse. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you, you're gonna, you're gonna also like, you'll find a way. There's no such thing as excuses. Like you'll always find a way. And and it is also like, you, how can I put this? Um, you you're willing to prioritize it. It's like nothing else is more important. Doesn't matter if you're gonna get wet because it's so freaking important that you're riding your horses. Day like you're prioritizing it. Not only that, it's also prioritizing time wise. Like rather than, and you had a great example for that, Laura, that you wanted to take up. Like if it's important to you, you'll 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 sort of find the time to do it. Yeah, you will. Anything that's important to you, you will definitely find the time. And if you if you're not willing to find the time to do it, then it's not that important to you. And that's one of the things you should probably cross off your list and mm-hmm. put your focus on something else and become more more committed to the habits and the things that are going to get you closer to your goals and guess sack off the things that are actually probably just a waste of your time that you're that you're not really that interested in Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, it also means that you sort of dare to get out of balance. And I always say, like, so many people they strive for life balance, and they want to have this nice balance between like work and family and writing and all this kind of stuff. I I honestly don't believe that that you're gonna be successful if you just strive for balance because you're gonna be sort of bad at everything. It's like you're trying to balance, but it's not really possible. It's like perfection. You can not really achieve it because the moment you achieve it, it's like it's almost like flipping over. Um, so. I I I 100% believe that to be really successful you got to dare to get out of balance. You got to be extreme. You got to be obsessed with what you're doing. It's it's like people are going to call you egoistic. People are going to cre- call you crazy. It's like sort of going beyond being normal because I I don't think there's anything normal about being so wanting to get to somewhere like a light like elite sport in any kind of kind of manner it's it's crazy right and i think particularly equestrian sport because it takes so much time so if you really want to be successful like look at anyone who's 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 on the top level of our sport they're not normal people right <laughs> they're they pretty crazy they're pretty obsessed with what they're doing so so i 100 believe that you you gotta have that thing of just you know wanting to be obsessed wanting to be extreme wanting to get there to get out of balance wanting to be called egoistic okay no one wants to be called egoistic but it's it's you you're gonna be fine with being called egoistic every so often because you're so committed to your goal yeah i guess it's been a bit a bit weird a bit of a nerd (laughs) you you want you want something so badly and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that and do you know what you might lose a few people along the way but really are those people important to you anyway the people Mm -hmm. that you know support you and want you to do really well are always going to have your back and people will always talk about you for whatever reason but um yeah again like sack them off who needs (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love that um yeah so you gotta be actually learn to be fine with all this and and hold your goal as something so sacred and give up other things yeah that's another thing i wanted to say actually that's a great saying i heard a while back that you like every yes needs to be defended by a thousand no's so if you're saying yes to like achieving your someday goal as we so often speak to and and hitting your goals and all this kind of stuff you gotta be fine with saying no to a lot of other things and and you know like going out on on friday evening to have beers with your friends like it's it's that's something you're gonna might you say need to say no to because you you want to be preparing for a competition you have tomorrow so it's like it's all about prioritizing it. And I don't, and as I said in the beginning, those are criteria that we use when we coach with people because it's like you can't coach anyone unless they're willing to do the work because it's like as a coach, you're committed to their success. But if they are not committed to their own success, they're not going to get anywhere. So so obviously those are criteria that we use for people we coach, but it's ultimately just as important if you want to be successful long-term. So, right. Getting on to the second one, I think we can go on forever, but uh, but I think they get the point. Committed is the first uh, criteria, which is super important if you want to be successful. Um, we talked a lot about like daring to to be called egoistic, daring to be seen as obsessed, daring to get out of, of, of balance, daring to be different. And I think this all, you know, relates really nicely to the second one of being the second C is being courageous. Yeah, go go out there and and dare to take the risks, dare mm-hmm. to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say there's no such thing as failure, but when you know things don't quite go to plan, that's that's where all the learning comes from. So it it it's just daring to put yourself out there. Yeah, 
Yeah, hundred percent. And it's like so many people that are afraid of failure. But here's the thing: if we never fail, we're never going to learn anything. And and you gotta be fine with taking the risk of failing because otherwise you're never going to dare to do anything. You're never going to dare to like make a step up to a new level if you're there like afraid of failing. Like there's always the risk of failing. You might as well sort of make a step up and and be fine with uh, be fine with failure and actually learn fail like love failure and and like take the lessons from it and be grateful for it rather than being afraid of it um so I yeah love that, I love that quote where they say fail fail fast fail forward yeah yeah so yeah and it does fail you forward absolutely mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. gives you all the feedback to make you better the next time yeah yeah 100 percent. but it's like so many people are afraid to fail and they're afraid to take risks and and if you don't do any of that you're not going to get anywhere you can't be successful long term because um if you stay in your comfortable like in your comfort zone and this is something i love i know that you love this saying lorna but it's like getting getting uncomfortable getting comfortable being uncomfortable is that right yeah and it, it works in every situation in life not just yeah. just in our writing the more the more awkward and uncomfortable we can get about stuff and it's like everything we do the the more we practice something the more skilled mm-hmm. we become at it we we become more confident we lose mm-hmm. our nerves so, but it has to all start somewhere you have yeah. to dare. You have to be courageous about it to start with. Start yeah. somewhere and keep pushing it and pushing it and you become more confident. And it's the only way that it's not the only way, but for me, it's the only way that we, we will grow and we will be able to step up and we will be able to keep making progress. Otherwise, we're we're all going to be stuck there just looking for perfectionism before, you know, before we do anything. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's also like I think it also comes down to a lot of people they're afraid to make investments in themselves, like in themselves or in their writing, like actually taking the risk of of like getting the really good trainer because that's the one that's gonna give you the biggest return on investment, or getting the, you know, the the I'm gonna say the best saddle, but okay, that's maybe not <laughs> a good example. But it's 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 you know, sometimes those are the things that you need to do in order to actually get any further and if you're almost always afraid and you're always telling yourself that you don't have enough money in order to be able to do those kind of stuff um you're also never going to get anything further so i mean i'm not saying that you need to have a good saddle and that's why i said it's it's probably a bad example but it's it's it comes down to daring to make and like daring to make the investment sometimes that goes about like buying a horse like buying a young horse but but if you don't get that horse you're never going to be able to actually succeed anywhere so it's uh, it's really about daring to to um, to make investments in in your own riding and uh, i think anyone having a business can can relate to that as well it's like if you don't invest in people in training you're never going to be able to get anywhere so i think success in riding but success in general and in business for sure you you really need to be willing to take risks and and be courageous enough to actually do so I guess as well, don't overthink things. You know, we always say you can talk yourself into or out of anything. Mm-hmm. So another big thing is when you have an idea, just act on it. Yeah. Just do it. Don't don't overthink it. Yeah, 100%. Um, and another thing also when I was talking about being courageous, I think this is a huge thing as well, is like daring to ask for feedback. Like we're so afraid to ask for feedback, and and I thought about this thing. I was going with one of my horses to um this really holistic guy. He's he's like a, a vet here in Belgium, and he he he's got this really holistic approach, and he's sort of like a horse whisperer. And I I went there last weekend with one of my horses for the first time. I I drove there, and I noticed myself really becoming like afraid when I drove there. Like my my heartbeat sort of started racing, and I was like, why am I so, you know. <laughs> 
why am I so afraid? I'm clearly afraid of something. And I realized that it is, what's that thing of getting feedback? Like if these guys can actually like talk to horses, literally, like what, what kind of feedback am I going to get? Like, what is it? What, what is, where is this conversation going to go to? Like, what is my horse going to say about me? Basically, like, is, is there something wrong with her that I should have known? Am I actually being a good horse owner? Is she actually having everything that she needs? Like, it's, it sounds ridiculous when you when you speak it out, but it's it's uh, it, it was really just a fear of getting the feedback of what was actually going on with her. And thinking it might have been my fault and and all those kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, obviously feedback also when it comes to your riding, asking people to, you know, if you've done a round to walk up to someone and be like, what do you think of that? Like, how do you think I can improve? Like, <laughs> that, you know, it's, it sounds really easy to do that, but how many people actually dare to do that? They don't because we're we've all got a bit in us that we're you know it's we we see it as a criticism rather than mm-hmm. a, rather than a feedback and it's it is it's reflection and it's all about feedback and finding those those little nuggets of information that you know are going to make you better and you can put them into practice for the next time whereas if you never ask and you never get any feedback then mm-hmm. the chances are you're going to ride exactly the same way the next time and the next time mm-hmm. and how do we ever improve we yeah. we don't. You, you have to get that feedback and it's not a criticism it's it's what's gonna it's what's gonna help you it's what's gonna make you be a better writer yeah yeah but let's be honest like when we're putting ourselves out there we are we are sort of putting our ego in the spotlight and it's like anyone can say anything and it's freaking scary like it is freaking scary and and a lot of us don't even have the courage to do so but i do believe that if you want to actually get somewhere and be successful again come back to that thing of being successful long term you gotta have the courage to to actually ask for feedback off the right people so yeah off the people that support you off the people that have got your back off the yeah. people that want to see you go forward and move up and progress in your riding so i guess that's probably not quite as scary if you trust that person and you value their opinion mm-hmm. yeah no 100% like you should you shouldn't just ask anyone like and 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 maybe that comes back to like the next point we wanted to talk about but it's it's like it's it's important that you ask the right kind of people, the people that are further ahead of you or the people that you trust, the people that have your best in mind, because some people simply don't know better. Like they're going to give you the wrong advice, advice just because they haven't done what you're trying to do kind of thing. Um, but then it's, of course, the people that also don't care about you. And those are like... Like they're not that many, right? But it's it's I I always go in with thinking that everyone has my best in mind. That's sort of my attitude to everyone. Um and yeah, there are douchebags out there. But I, I honestly believe that most people out there once you once you're good, right? They want to see you succeed. Um so uh but like you say, there are douchebags out there. So just be a little bit careful with who you ask for feedback. Um and but there's also, also going to be people there's also gonna be people that are gonna be jealous of what you're doing as well. So yeah. I'd say find it, you know. You ask your friends for feedback, ask your coaches for feedback, your partner, you know, people who genuinely do have your best, your best interest. Yeah. Have your not, best people, not people that are going to tell you what you want to hear or what you think you want to hear. You need, you need people that are yeah. honest with you, but, but people who do genuinely support you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and that this is, I think a super nice segue into the next point, our, our, our three or third C, let's say. And I think this is probably, the most important one, like being committed to your goal is 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 super important. Being courageous and, and taking the steps forward, asking feedback, all those kind of 
stuff really important but there's one third thing which i think you you literally can't succeed without this like it's 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 impossible i don't think you you can you can get anywhere and without further ado i'm gonna i'm gonna let you do the the, the talking door and, and tell people what this is so the, th- the third point and probably i'd say the most important is you must be coachable everything comes down to your attitude and your mindset and you have to be willing to listen and observe things with an open mind and you know if you can do that it it changes the way that that you will respond to all the challenges Mm -hmm. that that you face along the way yeah 100 percent. and you said like be open there we already talked about feedback obviously be open to feedback there to ask for feedback but when someone gives you feedback also keep an open mind and be open to like try to understand what people are trying to tell you and what people suggest and be open to trying it out, even if you feel like you've already tried it out. And and I had this example actually with um with my show jumping trainer a couple of weeks ago. And um he told me to sort of put my put my stirrups to to uh, two holes longer. I was like, yeah, no, but someone else told me to put them shorter. And I was like, that was my first reaction to it. And he was like, all right. And then I was like, oh shit, Jocelyn, you're not being coachable. Like you're actually paying this guy to to give you tips and and he's telling you to do something and you're 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 fighting against him and you're saying, no, because I know better. And I stopped myself and I was like, no, yeah, I'm gonna put my stirrups to to host longer and I'm gonna give it a go. And uh, you know, it actually worked out because it turned out this other trainer had told me to put them shorter on another horse. So this was a completely different situation. But I was almost blocking that out just because I went into that attitude of like, no, no, I know what's best for me. And and so it's, and I'm going to get to this, this in a second as well. It's not black and white. Like when we talk about those criteria, it's, it's not like either you're coachable or you're not. It's all sort of on a scale. And some days you're probably going to be more coachable than others. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just something that I realized by myself. And it's it's a good awareness. And always ask yourself, like if people suggest things, Am I willing to try this? Am I am I willing to give this a shot? Do I have an open mind or do I answer, yeah, but, or do I answer things like, yeah, well, I already tried that. I know better. <laughs> it comes, it does come down to these people or mostly these people have way more experience than you do. Yeah. So even if you think that you've tried something and now you think about, you know, when you're in your lessons, I've tried that before, but it wouldn't work. Well, instead of having that mindset of this won't work, and then you're all about negative about it all. And, you know, if you go in with it, okay, I've tried it, but maybe if I just try it again or yeah. do it just a little bit differently, then we might get a different result. And if it doesn't work, then you can go back to your coach, you can chat about it, yeah. you can discuss some other options, you've got a bit of feedback. So instead mm-hmm. of it being this whole massive negative situation, suddenly it becomes positive and there's some good to take from it and we'll try this again. And Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And your attitude, your attitude is a choice. You mm-hmm. choose yeah. your attitude. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, all those things are really an attitude, right? Whether you're coachable, whether you're committed, whether you're courageous, like it all comes down to your attitude, right? It's 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 a choice that you're making yourself, and you can make that that choice every single day. And we're gonna get to this because this is the action I wanted to give people in this episode as well. Um, but before we get to that. Also, like having a beginner's mindset is so important if you want to be be coachable. So it's like you can e- either come into it being a beginner's mindset or you can have an expert mindset. So if you talk about the expert mindset, Lauren, like what, what does that mean? I guess that's when your ego takes over, doesn't it? Yeah. I know all this. Yeah. I know that. I've done I know that. It all. I've tried that. <laughs> I've, jumped, I've jumped higher than this. You know, yeah. I know how to write this. You think you know everything and you're yeah. not open and you're not willing to listen mm-hmm. to 
anyone who's trying to help you or give you advice, you're just very fixed that I know this, I've got it. Yeah. I know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And what you said there, it's like your ego coming into play and your ego is very sensitive, right? So it's going to interpret everything as a sort of put down or something that's going to make you feel like you're less than the other person. Um, but really, this is all all bullshit, right? It's, it's, it's like, it's funny because I feel like the more people learn about the subject, the more they realize that they don't know yet. It's like if you look at the biggest people in this world, like the biggest people in this world, the the, the biggest writers in the, in the sport, like Peter Fredriksson, he's like this ever never stopping learner. Like he always like I, I saw this documentary with him where he just like he gets obsessed with different things. Anything that can give him some kind of marginal gains. It can be things like horsemanship. It can be things like shoes. He's just like constantly learning new stuff. Whenever he thinks he's really emptied out the subject, he just picks up another one. And it just like proves someone that on his level is literally the best in the world. He's also still learning and he keeps an open mind to like, I'm a beginner at this and I'm going to figure it out. And and so, yeah, I think it's just somewhere in the middle level. I feel like the less you know, the more of an expert mindset people almost have. And I think it's so important to switch over to that beginner's mindset, um, which obviously feel like you're, you step into being a beginner and when you can look at things from being a beginner, you get curious and you want to find out more knowledge and you you like with anything anyone says you're sort of look at um looking from some kind of nuggets of information that you can take from it and challenge you want to challenge it not because you're being smart or you don't agree with it but you want to find out more you want to find out why yeah but why does that happen yeah it's almost like a child not, (laughs) not because you're being smart yeah. as in I know that so that won't work but could you explain that could you tell me a bit more about that yeah. could yeah. you tell me why that happened yeah and then you learn all the time we're never done learning nobody knows everything no no it's, and, there's it's, no, and it's not right and wrong that's that's one thing that I've said before that really bugs me that people say things are very black and white or yeah. right or wrong you can yeah. or you can't do stuff yeah. We all learn. We can. You just practice something over and over again and you can do it. Yeah, 100%. Att- your attitude probably beats your talent, to be fair. Like if you if you set about something with the right attitude, it's going yeah. to get you a whole lot further than your talent with a bad attitude and yeah. you're going to be stuck yeah, at the, yeah. same, you know, the same level. Comes back to that saying again, hard work beats talent every time if talent doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. It's so true, right? It's it's all about your attitude. Natural talent is only going to get you so far, but really in the long run, it's all about your attitude. Um, so yeah, obviously you want to have a beginner's mindset. Just whatever you're doing, just step into being a beginner's mind and um remember the best teachers are still are still learning. <laughs> um so yeah, I think that's uh that's a huge one. Um also like you say, being grateful, like being grateful for whoever takes time to actually trying to teach you something because anyone who takes time to give you feedback, anyone who takes time to ask you questions or helping to brainstorm with you or figure things out, people are literally taking from their valuable time these resources that we can't get back and they're investing it into you. So just be grateful for the fact that people give you feedback or trying to to um, to help you out. Yeah, except if you're if you are experiencing a bit of hardship, do you know what? Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through it. Just be grateful for the things that you have got. Yeah, and and you will come back through the other side of it. So there, you know, there's no point in us all sitting moaning about it or being really down about it or depressed. Yeah, some, you know, 
shit does happen and it does bring us down but mm. just find the things to be grateful for in that situation yeah yeah be grateful for everything everything mm. you've got yeah and and you know sometimes it, it can it can be like you say it can, it can be quite tough sometimes i think it's really important to find that gratefulness like it's 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 when you're coachable i'm not gonna say it's easier to be called out on your on your bullshit or whatever like that sucks like let's be honest but it's it's again it's like that it's right now it's painful right now it's hard right now to hear that that hard feedback maybe but then if you hear it now and you can do make a difference and then like in 10 years you're going to be at a completely different place like than you were right now because it's it's uh it's triggering you to make that change and and even if you can't see it right maybe right now in 10 years from now you're going to look back and you're going to be really thankful for whatever piece of feedback someone gave you that actually triggered that change in you and i, I guess all that feedback nobody's nobody's doing it to be smart nobody's mm. doing it to have a go at you none of that stuff like everyone is is clearly just doing it to help you and to to help yeah. you progress so yeah. you just need to have that open mind with the right attitude and mm -hmm. you'll progress as as far as you want to go yeah a hundred percent yeah 99 of people have your best in mind like not everyone but but most people out there um and uh i think this is this is you know, this is one of the hardest things, I think, with not hard, challenging things <laughs> uh, of, with being a coach. It's like calling people out when you know it's going to be hard for them to take it. Like it's something that takes and comes back to being courageous because that takes a lot of courage sometimes to to tell people the things that you know that they don't want to hear, but the things that you also know they need to hear. And that's obviously part of your job as a coach. If If you don't call people out on those kind of stuff you're not a good coach so so you need to do it but it takes a lot of courage and it certainly is not easy to do so just be appreciative of the fact that people do this like if you have a coach who calls you out that doesn't just sugarcoat it and say everything is fine be grateful for that that person is courageous enough to actually tell you the truth and tell you what's going on and know that that person is doing that not to mess with you or like upset you but that person is actually doing it to help you get better I think that's one thing we're very lucky to have is we're both pretty hard on each other and you know, <laughs> if one, one of us actually says something that you know if you're you're having a more challenging day and you say something a bit ridiculous like find that person that will actually call you out and say what are you even talking about like yeah. that is that is also really important mm -hmm. but I think yeah go ahead oh, I was gonna say we're we're very lucky to have that and Mm -hmm. we started our pet program and we have six new members in there as well as our exist all our existing members and that is one massive thing for you know for all of them is they've got that whole group to hold them accountable and and call them out also for you know the mm -hmm. things that they their beliefs and the things they say they're going to do and they're not you know they're not going to do as well yeah 100% and guys this is not easy and I think that the reason me and Lorna that we can call each other out why it's easier for us to call each other out is because we know the other one is coachable we're both really really coachable so it's easier to call someone out if you know they're coachable and you know that they're going to take that feedback the right way um so this is you know just our request to all of you out there be coachable like if someone actually dares to call you out on stuff, be grateful for that. And even if it, it's going to be painful at that moment, 100%, it's going to burn. But know that that's exactly what you needed to hear to actually become better in the future. Attitude. All comes down to <laughs> It all comes down to <laughs> attitude. Yeah. And I always say like, it's either, it's either hard now or it's hard later. Like you, you take that pain now 
or you're exactly in the same spot that you're right now in 10 years from now. It's either like you pick your heart. It's either hard now or it's hard later. Life is not easy. <laughs> it's going to be it's hard not, at some it's point. Not, it's not easy, <laughs> but you, you can definitely, you can find a way to make it easier. Um, open mind. Yeah. Keep keep an open mind if you really do want to progress, which I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you, you all want to progress and you, you yeah. all want to be a better version of yourself, then yeah, be committed. Mm-hmm. 100%. Be, be coachable. Yeah. Super. I was just going to summarize it like summarize what we talked about, but you, you just did a great job. So yeah, <laughs> indeed, it's our three C's, our three success criterias. Again, those are things that we that we check on people, anyone who starts coaching with us, whether it's one-to-one or group coaching, we always want to make sure that they that they fulfill those three criterias. So like Lauren just said, you got to be committed to your goal. You've got to really want it. It's got to be important to you. You've got to be courageous. you got to dare to step out of your comfort zone. you got to um, do like that affirmation that we that we always say like confidently meet any challenge that's basically courage in in an affirmation so so that's super important and you got to be co- coachable more than anything you got to be freaking coachable and you got to be open-minded and be open to feedback and all this kind of stuff um as i said we only work with people that have those three um but whether you're thinking about working with us or not we believe that you need those three criteria to succeed in anything you do in life so whether you know it doesn't matter if you want to work with us but it's it's like for your own good please embrace those three three um uh, criteria this attitude and um like I said, it's not like it's not black and white. And I referred to this a little bit earlier. It's not like you, you're you're committed or you're not. You're courageous or you're not. You're coachable or you're not. This sort of is more like a scale. And it's like if I were to ask someone, like I'm I'm not perfect either, right? <laughs> perfect doesn't exist. I'm not gonna say I'm hundred percent coachable. Like I just admitted, I had this training a couple of weeks ago when I started questioning my trainer. But at least I had awareness to catch myself. Um, but my point, the point I'm trying to make is you're always on a scale somewhere. And that's an action I would like to give to people from this episode is like, do an attitude check with yourself. It's all about attitude. So like every morning, do a kind of attitude check with yourself. Go through those three C's, committed, courageous, coachable. Ask yourself on a scale from one to 10, how committed am I? Give yourself a number, one to 10. Don't overthink this. Um, Do the same with courageous on a scale from one to 10. How courageous am I right now? How courageous am I showing up in life? Uh, and the same thing with coachable, obviously. On a scale from one to ten, yesterday things that happened. How coachable have I been the last twenty-four hours? And uh, see if there's there's some adjustment that needs to be made. And um, you know, depending on what number you give yourself, let's say you were to say you you gave yourself a six on being courageous, then ask yourself how can I move that up one number? How can I make that a seven? Does this make sense? <laughs> Getting into my numbers here. Um, yeah, it's just a really easy way to to you know improve a little bit. So so you don't have to be like I need to be a ten on all those three in one go. Um, but it's uh, it, you realize that it is a scale and it's going to vary different days. But it's about like choosing your right attitude. You choose your attitude. Um, so if you get up in the morning and you feel a bit shit, just ask yourself uh, where you're at in the scales and what you can do to. Uh, switch it around and progress is all about one step at a time yeah so as long as you're doing something in the right direction you you are making progress yeah yeah 100 percent. cool 
that's all we got for you for today. Uh, if you want more of this, know that you can sign up for our newsletter, our weekly hack. So every Monday or Tuesday, beginning of the week, anyway, we're sending out a email with some weekly hacks, some mindset and performance tips. You can sign up for that. If you go to mindic.eu slash weekly hacks, you'll find the links to that in the show notes. You can obviously also go follow us on Instagram. It's Jocelyn Liliano in one word on there. We're also sharing a lot of those stuff that we talk about in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and give us a rating and review. If you do this, this podcast is going to reach out to more people. So when more people search for this on Google or whatever, they take in a comment, they're going to find this podcast more easy if this has a lot of rating and reviews. So if you like it, make sure you leave a comment for us, tick on those starts. And other than that, we have just got one more thing to do, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next Magical Monday.